0: What's up, guys? Rick here with a props video for this week's PGA Championship. When we get major championships, we get a lot of competition, we get a lot of betting options, and this is the time of year where it makes the most sense to to really dive into the props board and all the offerings because... Uh, there's a lot of bad lines. Don't get me wrong, but there, I believe there are some good lines that we should be taking a look at. We'll also, maybe talk about uh, some Tiger Woods props as well. So let's dive into all the prop selections for the week and see if we can find a little bit of value. I'm currently just perusing around uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. I mean, I'll admit there's a lot of bad bad props. Like you should never be betting the hole in one props, eighty to one for each individual golfer to make a hole in one. Just it's such a sucker bet. But the one that did uh, catch my attention is is something called to lead after round one and win. OK, well, to lead after round one and win the golf tournament. It's not going wire to wire where you have to lead after each round of the golf tournament. But obviously, the guy who leads after the first round is a. Uh, more likely or at least on a better path to actually winning the golf tournament just for example you know John Rahm 45 to 1 to lead after round 1 and win the golf tournament well he's 11 to 1 to win the golf tournament and he is 22 to 1 to be your first round leader so we're kind of like putting them together a little bit I guess if they let you parlay it that would be a much better number but this one caught my attention and I was thinking how often does this even happen how how often? Or how likely is this from historical standpoint? Well, I, I've got the data. So here's what I found. So I've got 1,149 uh, tournaments loaded in right here. That's PGA Tour events. It's major championships dating back to, well, the majors go back to 1980. And of those 1,149 instances, uh, the winner led after the first round 202 times. That's about 17 and a half percent of the time. And what you'll note is some of these guys more recently, if you remember, John Rahm did it just in Mexico a couple of weeks ago. When Sam Burns won at Innisbrook, um, he won the golf tournament, was the first round leader, but did not was not in first after the second and third round. Same with Tom Hokie. was not in first after the second round. Matt Jones, Patrick Reed, not in first after their recent win. So it, it's obviously rare. Only seventeen and a half percent of the time it's going to happen, but uh, it's not unheard of. So let, let's look at it from just a major championship standpoint and see if those numbers are a little bit different. Major championships, it's a little bit less, but a similar number. 23 out of 151. Uh, Dustin Johnson, the most recent, to lead after the first round and then go on to win the major. Uh, Scotty Scheffler led after rounds 2, 3, and 4 at the Masters, but he did not lead after the first round. So it's about 15 to 17.5% of the time that this is actually occurring. So when you start to look at the odds, John Rom 45 to one, Justin Thomas 50, Xander 80, Hideki 80. It looks like they're kind of just taking the outright win odds, multiplying them by four, and saying if you lead after the first round and win, these are the odds. So it's not it's not great. It's close. If you wanted to just add a little extra something to your outright, I don't mind doing it this way. But um, there are obviously some guys who. Uh, play better than others in the opening round. So this is the holy grail. This is my website, RickRunGood.com. You can filter this data by basically any way you want. What I've loaded in right now is since the start of the 2020 season. So this season and the last two seasons, who are the best players in round one? Well, John Rahm is gaining 2.3 strokes per round in the opening round, and that's 51 different opening rounds. And you can see gained 6.3 in Mexico, led after that round, gained 6.7. At the Farmers. Gained 6.4 uh, at an event that he played on the European Tour in Spain. Like, he's capable of going and getting really, really hot. Uh, Patrick Cantlay is another one. Patrick Cantlay plays very well in the opening rounds. 2.1 strokes gained. He's second to John Rom. Scotty Scheffler is like fourth or fifth on this list, depending on how much of a sample size that you want to use. And then Xander Schauffele uh, also gets off to a hot start. In fact, actually, hold on. Let me go back to Scotty Scheffler, because I think I saw something crazy there. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler... Has not lost strokes to the field in the first round in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten consecutive tournaments. Wow. That's very, very strong. So if you're looking to make this bet, uh, which I think is okay. I don't think it's great, I would probably take a flyer on. Cantlay or Xander to potentially get that first major championship. Guys that play historically well in round 1 and then also uh have the upside to win golf tournaments. And then uh Scotty Scheffler would kind of be like you know, anyway, you slice, slice this, Scotty Scheffler is going to be one of the most logical uh, options. Scheffler 50 to 1 to lead after rounds 1 and win. Xander's 80 to 1 to win after the first to lead after the first rounds and win. Patrick Cantlay 55 to 1. So those are the odds there. I think they're they're okay they're obviously not losing money on this but there are some guys that I think are better suited for it than others they also uh DK Sportsbook that is they also have these player parlays which is a golfer to win this week's PGA Championship and the U.S. Open and these are they're sucker bets let's be real they are sucker bets but some of them are very very long. Uh for example, Hideki Matsuyama is 800 to 1 to win both this PGA Championship and the US Open. Well, let's think about this. If he's 25 to 1 to win this week, which let me get his real number here from DK Sport. He's 28 to 1. So if he was 28 to 1 at both major championships, very, 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 very rough math, he should be like 784 to 1. Very rough math. There's a lot of other factors in place, but he should be about 784 to 1 to win both legs. Well, when he Whoever wins this PGA Championship is likely to be much shorter at the U.S. Open. So if you say Hideki's going to be 28 this week, and then he's going to be 15 at the U.S. Open, it's closer to like 420 to 1 is what his true odds are. Again, a lot of issues with that, but I would not mind, uh, and you're going to lose this so often, but I, I would not mind an 800 to 1 flyer on Hideki winning each of the next two legs cuz that's the price on it right now. And really, of the other guys that are 800 to 1, Shane Lowry, Will Zalatoris, Lowry won the Open Championship a couple of years ago. Zalatoris does not have any win on his PGA Tour resume like Hideki very easily the cream of the crop there. Um again, and what the odds are likely to be 800 to 1 is I guess it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Obviously very unlikely, but if you're looking for like one of those $5 flyers, that's not bad. There is uh, one prop on DK Sportsbook that I think you actually immediately have positive EV on. We'll talk about positive EV in a second. uh, And and almost every single time you place a bet, uh, it's always negative. And when you walk into a casino, it's, it's always negative. I think there's a 1% edge, which sounds small, but when you're usually giving up 10, 15, 20%, we'll take it. On this one here, will the winner be in the final pairing? And yes is minus 250. And uh, that is generally implying, there's a lot of calculations you can do here. There's there's That's generally implying that's going to happen about 71 Percent of the time historically and I understand that uh historic you know results have not th- that doesn't dictate future performances historically uh this has happened in 109 of the last 151 majors so that's 72 percent of the time so something has happened 72 percent of the time um is being offered to you like it is going to win 71% of the time. Obviously, again, very very small edge. We'll find bigger edges, but most edges are -10, -15, -20. And when you start to look at uh recent years. So just going back and looking at the last, what is this? 32 majors. The winner has come out of the final pairing what appears to be, whoops, let me make sure I count all of these up. What appears to be did I miss any? Yeah, I did. 26 times, 26 out of 31. So now we're talking about an even higher percentage number. What's that? 26 divided by 31. That is 84% of the time. So even in recent history, uh, the winners come out of the final group, the final pairing much more often. So this is one that I think I think I like, I know it's minus two fifty, and you want to come on here and you want to get multiples of, of your, of your investment, but that feels like uh, a decent one here out of the gate. The worst wagers that you can make besides the, the hole in one wagers are probably the player winning margin ones. You know, cam Smith to win by two or more shots, 40 to one to win by four or more 70 to one. Like that's already built into his, to his odds. And when, and he doesn't care about that. I hate it when bets, uh, when the the golfer you're betting on, or the athlete, or the team, or whatever, when their goals do not align with yours, it's bad. Cam Smith doesn't care if he wins by two, three, or four. If he has, if he's got a five, a four shot lead on the 18th green. Uh, you know he's not trying to make that putt. He's trying to get home in two, he's trying to get home in three. It doesn't matter, right? Scotty Scheffler punted away a couple of strokes on the 18th hole on Sunday at Augusta National. What, four putting there? Um, because it didn't matter. It didn't matter and would have spiked all of those wagers for you. So I I, I hate those more than anything. Um, let's dive into more. So Picks has started to release uh, their prop market for the week, and I imagine more are going to come out. If you haven't played on Picks, it is available in a lot more states than uh, sports wagering is, which is great. So a lot more people have access to this. Very simple over-unders um, that you can—I I believe you really have an edge on. I, I've made a lot of videos about this. I have a website— um, that I that I have a dashboard that allows you to to look at all this stuff. So um, I, I believe there's an edge here. So what I noticed is I'm gonna get to strokes and I'm gonna get to Birdies or better here in a second. Um I saw they have this, which is so brilliant. They did this for the masters as well. It's called holes plate. And they basically are going to set most of the guys at 36 and a half holes plate. So it's really just gonna be like, are they gonna make the cut? That's their way of saying, is this golfer going to make the cut? If you think they are, you take the over. If you think they are not, you are going to take the under. So the way that this works on prize picks, I could choose Tiger to go over on 36.5, and then I could you know, pick Scotty Scheffler under 71.5 a half first, first round, and that would pay out, um, you know, 100 would pay out 300, so it would be three times return on my investment. So th- the big kind of secret with prize picks um, – is that they have guaranteed payout. So no matter what the true odds of these events occurring are, they pay them all out like they are even money, which they are all not. So, for example, um, if you go to Bet365, this was the only place I, I saw had to make the cut props up yet. You will see... Tiger Woods here is minus 150 to make the cut more likely than not. Now, obviously there's a little bit of tiger juice in there, whatever we can, we can argue back and forth. Um, but, He, this, the the wager at prize picks is being treated like even money, even though he is the favorite to make the cut. And what I imagine is they're going to release a lot more of these holes played props with other guys that are minus 150 or minus 160. This is the entire premise behind the website that I created, rungoodprops.com. That's a website that just shows you which of the props on the board are at prize picks are the largest favorites. Because when you start building entries, with favorites instead of things that are even money, you have an advantage. Real quick, just so you can hammer home the point here. So this this prop here, this shots on goal prop um is actually minus 170, which means it's 60% likely to happen. Prize picks thinks it's only 50%. Uh San Francisco versus Colorado, first inning runs allowed. The over, minus 175. So that, that's the whole premise, right? You can go to Run Good Props, you can check it out. But the premise is find the bets the props that are more most likely to win and 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 smash them at prize picks um so uh, i saw 36 and a half holes played for tiger the over that's kind of interesting i don't mind that at all especially because we know that that is the uh the favorite side of it uh, i imagine more of those are going to come and we can com- compare those as well uh here are the stroke props they've got tiger at 74 and a half then they've got the the notable suspects you know anywhere from 70 71 and a half 72 in some cases and these are all for round one and then i saw this one i saw john daly 83 and a half that's fun how about that that's fun so um i have on my website i have i have all of john i have all pga tour corn fairy tour european tour champions tour rounds john daly here's his profile has not been good on the champions tour. Okay. He has been uh he does not have a top 25 this season. He's been losing strokes consistently. So just his last couple of starts. DQ, T65, T42, T59, T66, 27th, withdrawal, T58, T31. Not good. Not good at all. Uh, he did play the PGA championship last year, lost 20 strokes to the field, shot like 80. Let me go back and actually look at what he shot. He shot 85 and 86. Uh, now that Kiowa was very, very difficult. But you could argue he was playing better before that, right? He had a T10 uh, on the Corn Ferry a couple of weeks before. He had a couple of top 25s before that. He was I would argue he was playing a bit better uh, on the champions tour than he than he is right now. And uh, there's gonna be wind out there on Thursday, right? And especially if he has an afternoon tea time. I, I'm not sure that number's high enough. So 83 and a half for, for John Daly, I, I think I think it's over. Um and then looking at Tiger, so we can kind of make an old man entry here. I, I think I like the under on 74 and a half. You know, there is um so it's a par 70, it's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. I'd be not I would not be surprised to see the course play 3 maybe 4 shots over par. So you're asking Tiger to shoot field average or maybe slightly better depending on how how tough it's going to be. I imagine Tiger is going to be at his best early in the week. Right, he looks strong in everything that we've seen, but we saw at the Masters as the week goes on, it gets more and more difficult for him. I imagine he's going to be the strongest early. I also don't think Tiger makes that many big numbers. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's just such a tactician um, that I, I think he could get around Southern Hills in the opening round, um, just playing a bunch of par golf and make a couple bogeys, make two birdies, and and move on. If we look at his stat profile from the Masters, rounds one and rounds two, he was awesome on approach. 1.7 strokes gained uh, in each of those rounds. The putter was great. Th- that would be a great stat profile, right? Be a zero off the tee, gain one and a half on approach, gain one with the putter, and you have gained like two and a half, three shots to the field, and uh, you smash your prop total. That Like, that's... That's what I envisioned. And then, and then what you saw was, you know, as the week went on, he lost the putter. Uh, the approach play got... I mean, he was just... He was exhausted. He was he was spent. He had nothing left in the tank. So, um, I think we have an opportunity to make an old man entry here. Over 83-and-a-half John Daly, under 74-and-a-half for Tiger Woods. Then you start looking at the other ones, and, you know, you could... Remember, it's those same guys that we talked about who get off to hot starts. Xander Shoffley was in the mix, right? Xander Shoffley gets off to hot starts. Patrick Cantley gets off to hot starts. Um, oh, the other thing I wanted to do is I wanted to look up first rounds in major championships. Let me plug that into the Holy Grail. Okay, so this is just round one at major championships. Scotty Scheffler averaging three strokes gained around in major championships. Is Xander Shoffley 2.91 over 19? Major championship opening rounds. In fact, he has lost strokes to the field once in his last four, five, six, seven, eight opening rounds at major championships. Victor Hovland getting off to a really hot start. He's got nine major championship opening rounds. He has gained strokes on the field in eight of them. The only one. That he lost in was he would eventually withdraw at the U.S. Open, but he he played I think he played the entirety of that first round there. So that doesn't that's his finishing position. But otherwise, eight out of nine getting out of the gate. So when you start to look at prize picks here, well, Victor seventy one and a half. We don't know what the scoring average is going to be on Thursday. We think it's going to be pretty tough, but that's over par. So if if Victor shoots one over seventy one, that's an under. Uh, that would be interesting. So I'd focus on those guys, Scheffler, Victor, uh, Scotty for the unders. Uh, if you want to see how guys are playing recently, here are all the prize picks eligible golfers over the last 24 rounds. The only two that are losing strokes, Tiger Woods, John Daly, Tiger Woods is 24 rounds. Go back multiple years, obviously, because he's only got four rounds in the last, what, 15, 19 months, something like that. But, um, You can see how good Rory's been. You can see how good JT's been, despite not having a win for Justin Thomas. You can use this sheet and kind of find who's playing the best, who who you could expect to kind of rise up the board. So there's still going to be a ton of props released on Prize Picks, and I imagine DK Sportsbook will come out with more, and everybody will come out with more. So just keep an eye on everything. I'll tweet some more out. You can follow me at Rick Rungood. Um, if you haven't signed up for Prize Picks, uh, you can use the link in the description. My code is Rick. You can get an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. And if you like that strategy of finding props that are bigger favorites than Prize Picks is paying you for, that's why. My website, Run Good Props, exists. It's literally just a very simple dashboard that says, don't waste your time looking through thousands of props. Just here are the best couple dozen. Uh, And then you can go from there. So should be a fun week. Lots of great action. Uh, Looking forward to talking about it more. Best of luck this week. I'll talk to you guys soon.